listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am D'Artagnan. And today's episode, uh, in a way, follows on from the previous episode, although these were recorded sort of uh, separately, but will fit nicely here, dovetail nicely, as they say. Uh, Because basically the last episode was to do with my admiration for the work of Roberto Giobi. And when I was recording that podcast and putting that together, I realized that I was uh, missing some of the products, books, uh, videos perhaps, uh, out of my GOB collection. Stuff that had come out in the last couple of years which I was uh, had not purchased or not availed myself of. And uh, The best stuff uh, from GOB, I think, it are his books. As you know from listening to this podcast, I'm a big book lover and I think it's a, a much better way to start learning anyways. And I also mentioned in the GLB uh, podcast that I think the best way to begin magic is to actually start with self-working so-called semi-automatic tricks so that you may begin almost from the get-go of trying to acquire the presentational skills, which uh, in my not-so-humble opinion are more important than the actual, uh, let's say, sleight-of-hand skills. That's really what people focus on so much. It's like that becomes the you know the whole enchilada for them. It's like how good to become at the actual moves. So they never graduate. And that's why I think reversing that process is so important because you can start by acquiring those presentational skills. You know, discovering who you are as a performer what you're going to say so it's not boring as shit. You know, getting away from that uh, processed patter. Uh, You know, coming up with uh, ideas to present. Ideas and creativity are, you know, come from within, come from your own life experience. And so where I'm going to start today is I went out and acquired some of those things I was missing from my GLB collection. One of the great ones was his latest book, as far as I know called Hidden Agenda. This is not really so much a book review, because I've already sort of, on the last podcast, told you you should probably, if you're serious about your magic, reading all of GLB's stuff, I think, is is, uh, paramount, because he's one of the uh, leading thinkers in magic, I think, uh, currently working. Now, in Hidden Agenda, in the sort of opening preface, or whatever, whatever the part of it is at the beginning here, Uh, He talks about the different way the book is laid out, because essentially, much like Secret Agenda, which was a previous book of Giobi's, he sort of had laid it out that there was one entry for every day of the year, so you could read it piecemeal, you could read one little tidbit sort of every day, and Hidden Agenda is a recreation of that, same format. So, uh, and he sort of lays it all out in the preface about how the different categories are, maybe this is some, some little you know, additional touch on a trick. One of the things he added to the hidden agenda, which I was pleased to see, 
was a category solely due to presentational ideas. And he goes on to explain, you know, what, why this is and why he feels it's important to include this part and make this a new inclusion into these type of books, because I'm sure he'll probably, you know, have other books of this nature in the future. So to quote from the, uh, the, opening, the opening of this book, Giobi says, when we start out in magic, we demonstrate tricks rather than perform magic. And, and just to stop there for a moment, I would say most people calling themselves magicians, as you know from listening to this podcast, they never get beyond that. They're still demonstrating tricks. They've never graduated to performing magic. And we'll get back to this in a, that idea in a second. And Joby goes to say, that's normal, customary, and nobody needs to be ashamed of it. So he's talking about it at the very beginning. And after a while, we do this skillfully, and we even make people laugh, but we still haven't used the gift of magic, which is to create astonishment. We might have a card selected and shuffled back into the deck and ask another spectator to name any number, count down it in the deck and reveal the previously chosen card. So he's talking about you know, a card a card at a number or any card at any number. A very good trick, he goes on to say, but not good enough to make you a magician. Let me read that again. A very good trick, but not good enough to make you a magician. Where have I heard that before? Although it has an inherent plot, even if performed in the most rudimentary form, it lacks a dramatic construction. And you remember, go, you go back and you listen to Michael Weber's presentation he shared on the podcast about the way he does any card at any number or card at any number. Uh, that's what he introduces to it. He has a dramatic construction for his version. Okay, and Gilby goes on to say, okay, it lacks a dramatic construction, a premise, a conflict, and a resolution. Or as Vernon once put it, You've just demonstrated how clever you are, but you haven't given the trick an emotional appeal. You must give the trick an emotional appeal. Staging and presentation do many things to a trick. But what I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at. To listen to this entire episode, and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. That's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. Tired of being a trickster, are you not? 